Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I just... I tried to ask Jen there, like, as a cold start, what her favourite thing was about podcasting. And instead I got, like, a 45-minute deep, meaningful conversation about, like, the ins and outs of people and how they behave. <laughs> Which wasn't funny, by the way. A 45-minute? Well, it felt 45 minutes right. <laughs> I fucking felt it. <laughs> very welcome along to the unpopular opinion podcast my name is jen and i am a slightly hungover very tired carla why hungover i didn't know you were hungover yeah i forget those days i was on the sauce mm. on the saucy on the cans on the cans <laughs> where's the cans carla <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about this week carla Talking about body positivity, what it means, what it doesn't mean, everything else. And everything that comes with it. Yeah. Are you? What do you... Actually, we read a message you. that you were saying a few minutes ago. You were like, oh, oh, hang on a minute. I need to talk about this on the podcast, about the Love Island one. Care to read it out? Will we go straight into that? Yeah, I would. All right, okay, fair enough. Um, so we received a message. On the Aola Instagram DMs, as you do, as you will, right? So uh, we actually got a couple, good couple. So we have someone here and she is discussing basically her views on body positivity and she's also coming up. So strong advocate of body positivity. I really enjoy bloggers, influencers choose to provide content that's true rather than showcasing an enhanced fake version of themselves. More on that later. Mm. Um, I'm happy to see that so many brands elected to choose real women as models for their campaigns. What I'm not enjoying, though, is that even though we're taking many steps forward, it's somehow all reversed by everybody going crazy about Love Island. Isn't that the absolute opposite? Women being chosen after one night by a man literally based on their looks alone because there physically isn't more time to get to know someone to be making those choices for any other reason. Even the premise of the show is described as 20 attractive young people. Someone who is not already feeling great about themselves may start watching this only to realise that if he, she doesn't look like any of them, then they're not attractive. This programme's absolutely ridiculous and I'm disappointed in both of you that you choose to devote that much time on your Instagram to it. I guess I don't know how you feel about body positivity, but I'm guessing that your views are not that much different to mine, as in it's hard to find someone that enjoys to look at those perfect people. So I'm struggling to understand the attraction to Love Island. I hope I didn't offend anybody by this opinion. No, chicken, you didn't. That's why it's called the unpopular opinion. You can have your opinion and you can say you're disappointed. That's not a problem. Would you care to discuss, Jen? I... Clearly you do. (laughs) Yeah, well, no, I just found it interesting that 
that's kind of after proving a point an awful lot of people just have that at the forefront of their minds when it comes to body image mm. like she's chosen to take that out as a as an example of like the way we are today with body image but like love island in my opinion is all about the drama I only started watching it this year, by the way. It wasn't even... I'm not even a big... I'm an like, old school. Yeah, yeah. An, o- an OG like fan of Love Island. It was just because I jumped on the bandwagon simply this year because of I've heard about the drama. Like, the last thing anybody talks about is the fact that, oh, you need to watch that. They're all really skinny and tanned. Like, no- nobody's ever described yeah. Love Island as that for me. It's always been about the drama and the cattiness and the... Like, it's absolute chewing gum. For the brain. Yeah. Like, it's just that kind of show. It's like the Kardashians. But it, it goes to show that that's what some people think of it. It's like, oh, you shouldn't be supporting that. I'm disappointed in you supporting that because they're, they're also, the show is about them being skinny. And it's not about them being skinny, though. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a lot of kickback. I mean, first of all, just before we get into anything else, like body positivity, body image, there's so many different um, sides to the coin than mm. who's skinny and who's fat. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that a lot of the times that's what people think when you think like a body positivity podcast, you think immediately who's skinny and who's fat and who's going to be talking what. Mm. Obviously Jen is representing skinny and I'm representing fat. But, um, representing pregnant at the moment. Representing pregnant. But um, as far as the Love Island thing goes, like I can understand people's frustrations with the show if they don't like the show. But at the same time, I have many frustrations with people that watch Game of Thrones and don't shut the fuck up about it. But like, I also don't talk about that either. Like, I get it. And I just feel like as far as Love Island goes, yeah, I I don't really like I look at them and I'm like, yeah, and of course you do. You judge everyone on TV. You judge everyone walking by you. Mm. Like, especially if there's a girl that everyone's like, she's unreal, she's unreal, she's unreal. You're obviously going to want to throw in your two cents about that. Mm. Same with a lad. And everyone's like, he's so fit. Like Tommy fucking Fury. I don't find him fit or attractive whatsoever. And mm. people are like, oh, unbelievable. The things I would do to that by like Get that kind of thing. But that's what I'm like, even the first couple of episodes, I'm like, okay, over it, over it. I never care to see what the cast look like. I care to see what the cast are doing. Mm. And that's my fascination with it because it's just the fact that it's, I, I'm not going to say admire Love Island. I don't l- admire it, but I think that there, it's such an invasive show mm. and people forget that it's almost like a big brother kind of show Yeah, in the way that it's 24 seven, it's pushing you. It's all this other kind of stuff. And the reason why I dedicate a lot of time to it is because I enjoy it. Yeah. Don't give a shite what they look like. Mm. They could be fat, old, ugly. I don't care. But I actually do really enjoy the dynamics of it mm. and the drama again addicted to the drama we all love yeah. a bit of drama love a bit of so tea. that's how I feel about that I'm not offended in any way shape or form I can understand your frustrations about it I can understand it can go it can go against a lot of things but like let's not lie there'll be plenty of things there's plenty of things going on that everybody like contributes a bit to that are propelling the same body non-diversity mm-hmm and the way that we talk about certain celebrities and the way that we put certain people on pedestals. So. Also, he, I, I think your brain, <clears throat> this is the thing, right? You can go on and you can go to the moon and back saying that you're like, oh yeah, I don't care what they look like or I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm fully in the middle. I don't even, I don't even notice. But you, it's, sorry, it's 
absolutely nobody's fault if you look at somebody and your brain goes, they're yeah. a little bit, yeah, they're a little bit fit or yeah. they're a little bit unhealthy looking. Look at the size of them. Yeah. You, you're not physically saying this with your mouth, but your brain is doing that whether you like it or not. You. T- like, I would love for one person to turn around to me and go, no, my brain doesn't do that. You cannot fucking help it. Your brain judges every single thing. That's because we're conditioned that way. Yeah. It's just, there's going to be the people who say it and there's going to be the people who don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that goes... Like, it, I don't, I'd never turn around if I thought that somebody was really attractive or if I thought somebody was really unattractive. I don't tend to speak my mind about these things. It's never really... But like that, my brain will make a decision on what I think of that person. Everybody judges everybody. You can't help it. Like, people judge me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think that's one of the weird things about, like, being online as well, is the fact that, like, people fall judge your appearance. Oh, yeah, but that's the thing. But like I said, it, there's going to be people who speak about it and there's going to be people who yeah. don't. There's going to be people who's like, that. she's an ugly, rotten bitch. And then there's going to be people who's like, she's actually not that fit at all. Yeah, like, or, exactly. She's you know? actually gorge. But it's, I think it's down to the person themselves. And it says a lot about the person if you do speak your mind on it or not. But I, I never, I would never, like, you know, if somebody turned around and gone, okay, well, between, between me and you, and don't say anything because they'd never want to get back to the person. But when I first saw them, I thought, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Stuff, everybody kind of says stuff like that. Or you're going to have the type of person who's going to be like, ah, no, stay. Oh, she can't be wearing them. Ah, jeez. No, she yeah. can't be wearing them. And like, I know in a group of 20,000 people. And it's a funny thing because I feel like as well, I feel the more we've kind of, obviously, the more technology has advanced I remember, was it like, I'm going to say like the 2007 to around 2013 era. I feel like you could get away with slagging whoever the fuck you wanted. Oh, absolutely. At any given point or time. There was a photo circulating Facebook of like women wearing leggings and being like Michelin man and yes. all that other kind of stuff. <gasps> Yeah. And that just doesn't fly anymore. No. With, thank fuck. But I do wonder, is it because we're evolving or is it because it's pandering? And like pandering is something that I think we're going to talk a lot about in this podcast because pandering is so, like I feel like it's as, as much as we're getting, we're moving forward with a narrative that isn't 100% like skinny, Paris Hilton is good. Mm. Ugly and fat, like what was that um, show with the child? Honey Boo Boo. Mm. Yeah. Mama Boo Boo. Or whatever her name, Mama June. Mama June. Old Mama June. New Mama June's a different Mama June. But um, yeah. old Mama June and it was kind of like that kind of like big fat slob American. Yeah. American fat um, kind of vibe. We're moving away from the the tipping scales. Mm. Now, I, do, I don't know. I want, I want to hear from you because what you're growing up being skinny. You're always skinny, weren't you? Yeah. Well, quote unquote, skinny. Skinny. Slim. Healthy. Eh, yeah. I mean, like, I was never... See, I don't know if I can... I probably have to put it down to my medication, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I always... I got, like, puppy fat at different stages, but I was never... Overweight. I've never been over a size 10. Ever been slagged for being overweight? No. Ever been slagged for being underweight? I've been not slagged, but I have been called a skinny bitch. I don't think... Like... See, it's funny because if you call somebody a fat bitch... Worst in the world. Call somebody a skinny bitch. Not the worst in the world. And I kind of have to agree with the premise. I wouldn't... 
I wouldn't Who really... wants to be called a fat bitch? Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's I wouldn't really be that offended if somebody called me a skinny bitch. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. I would just like, yeah, whatever. Like, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? It's not as if, like... I, I don't do anything to have to figure that I have. Like, been to the gym, I'd say I can count on one hand many times I've been to the gym. Really? I just am naturally slim. Okay. And I do eat, I would say, like, my arteries are quite unhealthy. Yeah. You know? Okay. I'd say I, I probably have high cholesterol. <laughs> I'm oh, only 31. Fair enough, yeah. I don't eat healthy. I'm just, what what would they call it? Quote, unquote, blessed. But that's just the way I am it's just it's reality for me do you think there's more overweight people than there are slim people I don't I can't say that I've I've paid enough attention to even give you a proper answer to that like I mm. I don't look around and go Jesus place is full of real fat people isn't it <laughs> like do you know what I mean yeah. I wouldn't no like they're just average people yeah I can't say one way or the other Fair enough. What do you think? I don't know. I think it's different. I grew up obviously totally differently. I was always from the age of, I think, 10 is when I got big. 10 is when I got chubby. Right. Like, and then the problem was the boobs came and the hips came. And I had a size like double D tits by the size I was 14. Fuck. Yeah. So that was hard when Mm. I was a very tomboyish girl to deal with. Yeah. I remember I refused to wear a bra. I would not wear a bra because I just felt like the minute that I wore a bra... Girly girl, I was I was like accepting the fact that I was gonna be this way, and I remember my mum was like, "Right, we like you literally play so many sports. We need to get you a bra. Like your tits cannot just continue to just yeah, flop yeah. around and do the bits." So she gently coaxed me into it. Um, eventually, good woman, but it was something that I kind of always struggled with mm. because I was just from the get go, like mercilessly slacked. Like, I couldn't go anywhere without being called fat. Jesus. Yeah. But that's how kids were. Yeah, they don't. That's how kids mm. were. Like, think about it. 10. I was 10 in 2000. And, like, 11, 2001, 2002. That kind of vibe. Like, back then, like, the people... I think Paris Hilton took off in, like, 2004. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was on Bebo and I would have been around 14 or so. Let's just, like, evolve into the future. And that was when... Uh, the Victoria's Secret Angel show kind of got really popular 2005 2004 2005 I think it was 2005 actually now that I remember it and everybody was like changing their icons on Bebo to like their favourite Victoria's Secret Angel Mm -hmm. and I remember seeing their body and being like I'll never have that I remember Mm -hmm. thinking that at like a young age being like oh my god I'll actually never have that but then I also remember being like this is like it's so trendy to be like skinny and like Paris Hilton was huge I remember she came to Dublin and she launched her fragrance in BT2, I think it oh was. God, was her fragrance yeah, in BT2? Yeah, yeah. And she did a huge thing. And like, it was like, just, it, that was, that was just, everyone loved her. That was the epitome. And remember Nicole Richie was the fat friend? Yeah, oh God, yeah. And then Nicole, unfortunately, got a fucking eating disorder and became the skinny friend. And now Nicole Richie is really, really skinny. She's very And now she's skinny. known for being really skinny. Yeah. But she was known as, as being the, the fat friend. one. Yeah, Paris Hilton was always a bit of a... What's that, um, a praying mantis? That's yeah. kind of what she reminds me of. But I'm sure like, she... Like, it was always really, like... Paris Hilton made being skinny cool. Do you get me? Yeah. Like, I feel like, obviously, the way that the fashion industry has gone, we all know that, the, you know, people had an awful time when they were young, especially models back in the day when yeah. there was, like, 
now widespread, I suppose. Everyone knew models had eating disorders, but it wasn't a thing that was put around in the media. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like you were you were a tiny six and if you were anything over a six, you were out the door, like you weren't working. Yeah, yeah. And people kind of knew that. Whereas I feel like then Victoria's Secret was supposed to be about like curves and all that other kind of stuff. But I remember when I was younger as well, like Abercrombie was huge. Yeah. Do you remember when Abercrombie was big? Abercrombie. No. <laughs> See, I was, n- I was never into fashion. Yeah. I was, like even the way you were saying uh, people had Victoria models or Victoria's Secret models as their icon be. Gen. All girls private school though you have to remember yeah. we okay, fucking yeah. clung to anything. Yeah. We, ha- we <laughs> yeah. had a, a very different upbringing, but I don't remember any of that. Yeah, so the CEO of Abercrombie only came out, I think it was a year ago, maybe two years ago, being like fat people aren't allowed to wear my clothes. That's why <gasps> I don't have sizes bigger than extra large. And an extra large in Abercrombie, I think, was like an Irish twelve. What? Or at a push if it, a fourteen. At a push. So that would have been American 10. Is Abercrombie the one that had the models, the blokes walking Yeah, 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 yeah. And pumping out the fucking smell of fragrance, like Abercrombie Fierce. Yeah. Right, okay. And he was annihilated for it. Absolutely annihilated for it. Not surprised. And it was the same with the Victoria's Secret people. They came out, what, a year ago? And we're like, we'll never have um, plus-size girls on our catwalk. They were like, why would we, why would we want that? LOL. No, thank you. That's not what this show's about. The show's about uh, ideals and fantasies. Wow. Yeah. So that went down like a fucking lead brick. Now, as we all know, Victoria's Secret is losing money by the fucking fist, hand over fist nowadays. It's something that I don't know if it's just not cool anymore yeah. or it's just the pricing, which was always astronomical. I, I feel like it's gone like juicy guitar. It's just yeah, it's just fucking tacted. done. Nobody gives a shite anymore. Yeah. Like, Although I will say they do great bras. Do they? They yeah. do excellent, excellent and, and bras. And Summers was like that. And they Summers, do, yeah. They do great bras. Yeah, see, there you go. But um, just from being a big chested one. Mm. <laughs> I actually, for, for my frame, I have big boobies. You big... Big titty. Big boobies. Big titty girl. Mm. Yeah, I always had big boobs, but I never, again, I feel like if I could only go back and understand my body growing up, because I was actually quite, like, I was always a bit chubby, but I was actually quite athletic, and I'll put up photos and... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was like, what's going on there? Sorry, she was freaking me out. I was like, (laughs) did I say something? Um... I was also I was always quite athletic and that's something that I never understood. I was always very muscular. Mm. I've huge Tom says that I've the um legs of a cyclist, an Olympian cyclist. <laughs> that's like his favourite thing to say to me. Right. Um when we were travelling I used to like uh people would always say to me about how fucking muscular my legs are and I was like, Yeah, because that's just I gain muscle on my legs always. Right. But even when I went through a very unhealthy phase of losing a lot of weight and trying to become very lean, I was living off like ham slices and lettuce and beetroot and I used to have uh, half a watermelon or not half a watermelon half a grapefruit and a piece of brown toast every morning and I did that for around six months and I leaned out to fuck and I remember stepping on the scales and being like it's not good enough oh god so you became a little bit obsessed became a little bit obsessed and I wasn't happy and then I remember it was only like six months of my time I don't even know what kicked me into it but I will show you the photos. Like, I was a lean fucking right. cunt. And I still, at that point, was like, I'm so fat. Fuck. See, this is the thing as well. This is the, like, the the obsession, I think, that people can get. Like, even I watch, 
not that I watch, but I like I'm, I'd be friends with a few kind of Instagrammers that have that type of Instagram yeah. feed, like they bodybuild and all that but, kind of crap. Yeah, and they go to the gym, but sometimes it just seems a bit excessive, and I actually can't fucking watch them. Yeah, I really can't. Like they obsess so much over it, and that it it just. I was saying this on the unpopular opinion Instagram earlier on. I was asking for people's opinions on it. I think it's not body positivity at all. Half of the time, I just think it's this toxic feeling that they have towards their own bodies and other people's bodies. Like, there's the opposite end of the scale where, say, for instance, one person is on this end of the scale and they're like, look at how lean I am. Look at all these competitions that I'm winning. Look at what I could do to my body with all this protein. And then you have other people at the end of the scale. It's like, look at me. I'm a size almost 40. I'm, you know, but this is really good. You should all try and be this size. And this is great. And it's body positivity. And nobody can fucking say a word to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's one blogger that I know that's like that. And it's like, she's nearly also, she nearly gets offended by anybody who tries to tell her, uh, hon, I think you could probably rein it in a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, like to nearly to the point where it's like, how, how fucking dare you say anything to her? Do you know what I mean? Like if somebody, she was talking about something got to do with her health there the other week, I'm not even going to give her, like I'm not even going to say her name. Cause she's actually pissed me off so many times, some of the shit that she comes out with. Um, but like she was talking about something with her health the other week. And somebody, I'd say it was one person because if it was a load of people, she would have showed the DMs. Yeah. I'd say it was one person said something. Well, maybe that's got to do with your weight. Maybe, you know what I mean? And she just fully came on and said, eh, could, could you all stop telling me that I'm fat? I already feel shit about myself. And it's like, is she just yo-yos? Do you know what I mean? I, I just can't. Some of them are just really like, yeah, well, this is the way I am. I need to be positive about it. You need to be positive about it. And anybody who's not my size offends me. Oh. That's the vibe that I get off a few of them. I feel like, right, when it comes to bodybuilding and all that other kind of stuff, I think that that's a lifestyle. Yeah, I don't absolutely. see it as like, I think with stuff like that, I see it as what it is. It's like, like, it's, you can disagree, but I just think that's, that's their thing that's now it's probably like in a lot of a lot of especially with bodybuilders I know it can get very unhealthy very quickly and I know that like some women's periods stop and all that other like I'm like fuck me but it's kind of it's their career I suppose yeah but show me a bodybuilder who hasn't put up a before and after picture picture on there true it's always about the size of them yeah no that is 100% true and then on the other scale of things I love the fact that women are really comfortable with their bodies and are like showing fashion and all that other kind of stuff because you know it's not just like okay 90% of the time it is because they are overeating or are unhealthy in their diet or whatever else like that but there is that 10% of the time where it could be medication something's going on yeah Yeah. something's going on and we don't actually always know Mm. and that's something that I've been on the side of as well over Mm. the years like we don't always know what's going on in people's lives we don't actually always know why they are the size that they are Mm. but what I will say is that I feel like we're very 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 fat fucking phobic Mm. and as a nation Irish people in general and it's always been that kind of way where it's like you have a beautiful face. How about the rest of me? <laughs> You're, you know, you look very slim. You look slim in that. 
That is true. You look very, you look, oh my God, have you lost weight? That's Have you been sick? Oh my God, that is, that is actually so true and I have said it. Yeah. We we don't know we're saying it, we're conditioned. We don't know we're saying it. Yeah, no, well it's just, and I suppose the only people I would say it to who are people who have been like struggling with their weight or whatever or trying to lose weight, when I do see them for the first time after a while, I'm like, Jesus, where are you disappearing to? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, no, I wouldn't be lying to them. I wouldn't be just trying to bl- blow smoke up their whole day. Genuinely have lost weight, but it is the first thing that I comment on. Yeah. Um, not because, like, it's something that I notice. They're my friend. I would never say to a stranger. But it's something that I notice, but it's something that I'm conscious that they're working on. Yeah. So it's also... It's almost like, well done, you. Push. Yeah, yeah exactly. definitely. And I think there is that side of things. But it can't, like, I've, I've had conversations with at least two of my close friends over my lifetime about them getting too slim and them starting to look sick and them starting to kind of an unhealthy lifestyle in the other way. Mm. And I feel like eating disorders are now spoken about, which is great. They're out there. Like people now know what an eating disorder was. And I remember um, reading Jack Dunn Wilson books when I was younger and like finding out Jacqueline Wilson was like an English author, but she did a lot of tween books. Mm. I was a big reader. Yeah, I love Jacqueline <laughs> Big Wilson. reader now. But uh, she did a lot of kind of tween books, weren't they? They were like yeah. that kind of like 11, like 12. Underage pregnancies. Yeah, and, stuff like and there was like. Dustbin Baby was one of them. Dustbin Baby was a great yeah. one. Yeah, that was yeah. a fucking excellent one. Yeah. Um, and I remember she kind of dealt with eating disorders and bulimia and yeah. binge eating and I remember kind of getting interested in what that was and what it meant and I knew it was bad because of the way that it was written about and I yeah. thought that, that was super clever because of the way that she wrote it yeah and obviously she wrote it because she was an adult at the time nobody understands these things obviously as a kid you're just like that's really cool but growing up then I had an understanding of what was right or wrong but I have to remember that some people kind of heard of bulimia through posh spice yeah. Who was, had an eating disorder when she was in Japan touring with the Spice Girls. All she would eat was peas. Wow. Frozen peas. Um, I remember she came out with that, came out in, I think, a book or some shit like that she put up. But that was what people, they were like, but she's, uh, she's amazing. So maybe I'll have one too. Yeah, I suppose if and somebody you look up to difference has... of how, I think, learning and educating and how people kind of first found out about those things. Because just remember, like, we grew up in that age where the internet wasn't, like, it was still like, dee. Yeah. dial up <laughs> yeah dial up internet mm. so I do think it was almost the way that it was pitched to you I was a reader so obviously i big fan of Jacqueline Wilson so that was where I kind of found that was when I definitely that was the first time I found out about eating disorders and I was like what the fuck I forget what book it was but um it was always pitched as a bad thing mm. and the way the um, character felt about herself was really she felt shite about herself yeah. after she'd do it and she felt so guilty and she didn't know what she was putting her parents through. And I remember it was a real kind of like, mm. holy fuck kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And I feel like, but then with other people, they'd be like, find out about it through a celebrity that they thought was really thin. Or there'd be accusations of a celebrity who would have anorexia or bulimia. Do you remember the Grazia and all them mm. toe, like um the... Daily Enquirer, is that it? The National Enquirer, that yeah. magazine that's mm. just makes up lies consistently. Yeah. Like it's like Brad Pitt, actually a cross dresser who does this, that and the other. And they'd have no basis behind anything. They'd just like spread a load of lies. Yeah. And they'd be like, you know, Paris Hilton, anorexia for whatever amount of time. 
And if you didn't really understand that was, you'd be like, is that why she's so skinny? Mm. Maybe that's how I'll get so skinny. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, and I should have looked this up before the podcast, mm. but as far as I'm aware, anorexia is more of a state of mind, is it? Than an actual, like... Because I have a friend who, a couple of years ago, admitted to us that she was anorexic, but she was the same size as me. Yeah. But she was anorexic in the way that she was thinking. Yeah, and well, I think anorex it's anorexia nervosa. And it's basically, I can't remember the stage or what, like, I remember, I actually did a lot of look, I can't remember why I was so fucking interested. I did a lot of research into it when I was younger and I remember just, like, looking up the different definitions between the two. Mm. So bulimia is obviously when you make yourself sick Mm. after eating. Um, Binge eating is when you are really, like, restricted in your diet and then you just gorge. Mm. You're talking fucking eating everything that you can. Mm. And it's the way that you feel. And it's, again, it's like a mental state again. So it's like the way that you do things is is bad. Mm. I think a lot of people are... It's like binge drinking as well. I think a lot of people are un their cover binge eaters. I know my mum's one. Mm. My mum's a big binge eater and she probably never knew that and never thought that there was a name to it. But definitely she was so strict on herself and then she just fucking gorge out, pig out. Like she's yeah. gotten so much better as the older she's gotten, but she was so like on it with her weight. Define what you mean by binge eating. Like- so binge eating would be somebody who's quite cl- who's quite careful with their diet. Yeah. And then we'll have a binge. So right. we'll have an evening that is like everything they will eat everything around them stuff Mm -hmm. it into them we've all had those evenings you know where you just can't get the hunger out of you and you're like i had a packet of biscuits two mars bars went to the shop got three ice creams ended up eating a fucking full tub of ben and jerry's sat down had a multi-pack of crisps you know those evenings yeah yeah everyone's had them but that's actually called binge eating yeah and it's it's something that's consistent and something that you do quite often it's a Um, disorder it's a disorder yeah I didn't realise that yeah because it's the way that you see food it's like my big it's like yeah I let go yeah Yeah. my treat day my cheat day that's why if you ever look at um, what's his name James fuck I'll look it up and I'll put it up on the stories Um, I think his name's James something or other and he's he's like a fit page Mm. and he kind of basically goes into the myth and it's like you can call it this you can call it that it's calorie deficit is what you're looking for you can call it slimming world you can call it whatever you can call it this you can call it that it's fucking calorie deficit is what you're looking for okay and he'd be like the differences between you think you're being good you had a salad and a smoothie versus having a Big Mac and he like shows the calorie uh, difference he'd be like but you're in your smoothie there was 400 calories and yeah. in your salad you had a dressing and that dressing was 250 calories Apparently and your chicken like, yeah salad with a dressing is more than oh, eating yeah. a pizza yeah absolutely because yeah. it's cream and all those other they're mm. unhealthy fats and he was like whether well, is he could have had your big mac there for 550 calories and nobody been none the wiser in your diet coke yeah and he was like going into you know um like easy swaps he was like everybody goes to the fucking cinema he was like we all go to the cinema yeah. he was like get yourself the popcorn try not to get the butter on it okay he was like get yourself a diet coke don't get a full fat coke yeah he was like those little things actually make a huge difference mm-hmm. still enjoy yourself go you want the cinema popcorn get the cinema popcorn he was like but maybe don't get the butter on it and maybe have don't buy a thing of chocolate as well yeah and that's kind of the way that he goes about things. Just small changes. And it I makes have, you think. I have to say, my mum and I'm, I find it it's so strange. Nearly every single, I was saying this earlier on, um, I feel like every second account that follows me on Instagram has slimming in the name. Oh, really? It's just, it's slim with whatever. Mm-hmm. Super slim, whatever. Yeah. Everything is just slim, 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 slim. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, how many, like it's so How many women are on diets? Oversaturation of this, yeah. 
and um, and slimming world and all that kind of stuff and I know it's taken over and I wouldn't I don't know how I, I've never had to let's face it I've never had to um kind of use any of those types of things but it does change our ways of thinking my mom lost two stone within wow. a year okay what she was doing before she started her her slimming the kind of journey was that she wouldn't like she'd eat her breakfast and then she probably wouldn't eat until like four o'clock in the day and then she'd have her dinner Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. she wasn't. But like, so her way of thinking was, and it was so funny because, like, obviously, everybody in her class, wherever she was going, was like, oh no, I, I won't have my drink at the weekend or I won't eat before the weigh in because they were all like trying to cheat themselves into yeah. weighing in a little bit lighter. And my mom was, seemed to be the only one in the class, like, my mom has her three cans and our, our wine at the weekend. Yeah. Right? And everybody in the class at the time that she was with, gave up drink altogether wow but that's great though it's not really though Carla because they enjoy the fucking drink do you know what I mean yeah they so enjoy their drink but at the same time like alcohol like taking alcohol out of your diet now I'm not one to fucking talk but I will say that like alcohol is unhealthy I, I know it's unhealthy yeah. but there's the, nothing there's no nutritional value in that <laughs> wait you see the comparison yeah so all the women who said that they gave up drink yeah would then go back on the drink when they hit their target weight. I'll pile it back on. Yeah. My mum didn't give it up. She changed so it's small things, yeah. kept things that she enjoyed, changed little things within it, yeah. lost the two stone and maintained and doesn't go to that class anymore and she's still the fucking target weight that she is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because she did it slow and steady as opposed to giving up fucking everything at the beginning, then being like our target weight for a while and then piling it all back on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There are certain ways of thinking of it and it does work. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it just seems to be like a fucking epidemic at the moment. What, slimming? Slimming this and and slimming that. I think with the Instagrams, I'm chuffed for anybody who has a slimming Instagram because I think it's a really good way of having a diary. Yes, absolutely. And being accountable. Because my problem is with losing weight has always been my accountability. And if nobody held me accountable, well, fuck me, it was a free-for-all. And it still is to this day. Mm. To this fucking day, I'm struggling with my weight. And I'm really struggling lately because I've, I'm bigger than I've ever been. This is the largest I've ever been in my entire life. My entire life. And I never thought I'd say that after one of the lows that I hit when I was like 20, I was very big. I'm bigger now. And my issue is accountability. So I think that with Instagrams, I'm like, fair fucks to you. If it helps you along the way. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, look at Jen's journeys. Oh, she's doing phenomenally. She's unbelievable. But she has changed. Like, she has changed her mindset healthily mm. throughout. So she started off on Slimming World. Jen's Journeys is um a big, I suppose, slimming page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah she'd be diet yeah. and all that other kind of stuff. She was on Slimming World. She lost 11 stone. I think she's at 11 stone now um, in total. But she's kind of changed now. So she went, lost the initial five stone or six stone on Slimming World. Kept on the Slimming World for a while. But now she's gotten a trainer and... Mm. Um, she's doing her diet differently now. It's not she's not on Slimming World, I think anymore. She's kind of doing her. Own. D- she's probably, but she probably attended enough of it to realize mm. what her diet needs to do. Yeah, what yeah. Kind of food she needs. And to I eat think she told me before that the the best thing is that it changed the way she thought oh, yeah. about food. Mm. And I mean, there's a million like Slimming World is a money racket. Let's not lie. It's a fucking money racket, lads. You're paying a tenner to go to a class and I've been to those classes before and some of them can make you feel worse coming out than they can make you feel good about it. 
it's a great idea of the way that they make you think mm. about slimming and the way like even myself I've tried it out and that's the model that I felt worked the best for me because it was the one that worked the most with my lifestyle when I was on Slimming World I was taking four flights a week I was in a fucking airport 24-7 where there was only McDonald's or Burger King or a shit sandwich out of WH Smith mm. and it was something that kind of allowed me to be like right what I'll do is I'll do this and I'll have this and I've counted this as a sin and I've done this and I can only have whatever but it's all if you break it down it's all just you're staying under a certain amount of calories and these are you're allowed to have like 300 cheat calories a day right. kind of thing or 300 and healthy calories yeah. if you get me but um but a, tra- a trainer could do that for you as well yeah and could also teach you how to get kind of fitter well lean leaner. lean yourself lean, out yeah yeah but then at the same time if you don't enjoy the gym don't go to the yeah, fucking yeah, gym yeah. I think weight is just when people talk about body positivity, right? It's not about weight. No, it's fuck never well, been about weight. Right? Now you could have a tail. Yeah, that's and what the, a webbed feet. That's yeah. what body body positive. It's accepting who you are. And the definition of body positivity is a social movement rooted in the belief that all human beings should have a positive body image, while challenging the ways in which society presents and views the physical body. Mm. Which is, I think, bigger problem. We could talk about diets. We could go back and forth. Mm. It's just it usually centers around. It weight, does, doesn't yeah. it? But I think there's um, if you're on Instagram, there's a great uh, Instagram page. Her name's the Slum Flower. Okay. And she kind of talks out a lot about um, she talks out a lot about racial issues. She talks a lot about um, environmental issues. She's really kind of on it. She's quite young too. But I remember she put up one that kind of grabbed me because I remember never thinking of it that way. But she has, quote unquote, saggy boobs. Right. And she's like, let saggy boobs live. Yeah. Let them fucking do their thing. All boobs matter. Not Mm. just perky tits matter. She was like, nice tits matter. Mm. Small tits matter. Saggy tits matter. My saggy tits matter. And she like wears tops and everything that shows them off as much. And I remember being like, it's almost uncomfortable because you're like, no, but wear a brand. The outfit would look so much nicer on you because they'd be sitting up nice and high. Mm. And it's like trained into you. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh my God, Garland, like, no, let her live. You know, but yeah. in your mind, it's like the battle in your mind because you're conditioned. And yeah. just from, you know, I think everybody has over it. You'd be like, oh, Jesus, maybe she should have wore a de- better bra with that one. Yeah. Or she should have wore, a, you know, one that didn't cut into her back fat as much. Mm. Or she should have wore a slimming bodysuit underneath it. I remember thinking, fucking hell, that's actually after making me uncomfortable. And it's when things make you uncomfortable is when they change your mind. Yeah. And I think that's like one of the best things ever. But her name's the Slum Flower. Go check her out. She's um got great different bits and bobs. But she always goes on about it now. And she's like, all tits matter. Yeah. She's like, my saggy tits matter. Let my saggy tits live. I'm going to wear this top and it's going to be down to my navel. And my saggy tits are just going to sit and flap. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, yeah. No. Yeah. And she was like, no, because I can wear what I want. Yeah. And nobody gets to mm. tell me that I don't look nice in this or I should wear a bra with this. Exactly. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like, looking, I think also the older I've gotten, the more accepting I've been mm. of my body, but in a bad way also, in a way that I've kind of been like, this is fine. I'll just order another size up. And I'm like, no, but hold on, Carla, why are you another size bigger? Mm. well it's it's about I suppose making healthy choices for yourself as well like I'm all for people accepting who they are whether they be a size 16 whether they be a size 6 but at the baseline of everything you do need to make sure you're living a healthy life and I'm not do you know what I mean but neither is somebody who is a size 4 when they're 30 
you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's extremes to not ext- like I wouldn't say that your size is an extreme. Like I wouldn't have thought it's not a non extreme, Jen. <laughs> no, but I wouldn't take. I wouldn't turn around and go, Jesus, Carla, you're fat. Like I'd, I'd never think that. Well, I tell you a funny story now. When I I've had a lot of health issues over the years. Um, the reason why I am so big now and why I've retained so much weight is because when I was twenty two, twenty two, yeah. 22, 23, 23, sorry, 23. I ended up, uh, this was after my big gym. So uh, the summer of 2013 was my golden year, I always say. I was at my slimmest. I was at my happiest or what I felt like was my happiest. Had a great summer. Went back to LA. Had a great fucking time, right? Had a great time of it. That uh, November, or sorry, that Halloween, I remember we went out that Halloween and I'd been feeling really run down and I didn't really know why. And then I thought I had tonsillitis because I used to get tonsillitis quite a bit. Mm. Cut to uh, February. I don't know why I decided to go for bloods, but I just decided I was going to go to the doctors and get my bloods done. That was grand. Uh, ended up I had to have an emergency transfusion the next morning. Jeez. And they said that I was at a level that I was going to have a stroke if I didn't get in there ASAP. Why? So because my periods were so heavy and I didn't realise, because you're just like periods, you know, fucking periods. Yeah. They're like, they're heavy. They're not heavy. They're fucking light. They're not light. They're yeah. there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're not that. I actually was bleeding out consistently and I didn't actually think anything of it. So fucking lo and behold, I had to go get my transfusion, but it all turned out that I had to go and get a gyno. Right. Because that's where everything was stemming from. Stemming from the womb, from the ovaries, from the wombs. Um, so all that went down. Went to my gyno. And uh, I remember I had my appointment in the October. So I, I started putting back on weight around that February because I just was off my gimbals. I didn't yeah, really give a fuck yeah. anymore. I was living with one of my friends. We used to binge eat all the time in front of the TV. You know the way you used to watch fucking Geordie mm. Shore and all that shit. <coughs> and I went, I ended up going to the guy now in the October. I don't know why it took me so long, but I ended up going there. And I remember he was like, turns out it's a hormone imbalance. You're going to have to get the bar in. That's grand. And he put me on the scales. And I remember he goes, Jesus, you hide that well. Wow. And I was like, huh? and he was like, you don't look that heavy. And I was like, I've always been really heavy, though. Yeah. Well, there, I think there is something. There is. Yeah. Heavy bone. There is like there's sorry, there's body density that I think isn't yeah. taken into oh, account. Absolutely. Adam Hubbard is skinnier than me, but he's like three stone heavier yeah. than me. And you're like, sorry, you are. But yeah. then again, it could be height and all that other stuff. But it was also I'm five eight. I've never been smaller than a size 14. Yeah, could have like, bet myself into a 12 in my heyday but I've never bought a 12 to get me but if yeah. sis, my sister had a top that was a 12 and I really wanted to wear it I'd be like okay yeah. and then my biggest I've been a 22 
Right. And now I'm kind of coasting around the 1820 mark. Mm. And that's very hard for me to express. And that's very hard for me to say. Because I've always been like, you kind of, my thing is that you feel like you're okay. You're like, okay, I'm a 16. That's fine. I can handle being a 16. Then you go up to an 18. <laughs> and you're like, okay, fine. I can handle being between a 16 and an 18. Then you go up to 18 to 20 and you're like, okay, so I actually can't shop in River Island anymore or Topshop or anywhere because now mm. it goes bigger than a size 18. Now I have a problem. Yeah. And that's how I see things. Right, okay. But that was like the start of my health journey. I ended up getting the bar in. I don't really like talking about it too much on my Instagram. That's probably why I haven't talked a lot about my health on the Instagram because it depends on your body. I know everybody likes to give their opinions as well and their experiences. And their experiences. And they're like, you can't just make a blanket statement. I'm absolutely not making a blanket statement about the IUD, which is what I had at the bar, Mm. aka the bar. But... My side effects of the bar were that I gained four stone in mm. 18 months. Very, very quick amount of time. And I grew a shitload of hair. Mm. <laughs> and that's why I have really nice long hair now. Yeah. If everyone was like, how are you so blonde and your hair so thick? I'm like, mm, ask the bar. Yeah. Eventually I had to get it out because I went to my doctor. My doctor wasn't happy with the fact that I had obviously gained so much weight. I got it out last May and I got the coil in immediately. And the same day I got the bar out, I got the coil in. Mm. But the whole thing was around my weight. Right. Because though heavier you are, like they were like the bar is not going to last as long in you. The coil isn't going to last as long in you. Just like if you take the morning after pill and you're yeah heavily overweight, it doesn't you you know. If you just speaking from somebody who works in a pharmacy, if your BMI is out of range, so if you're if you don't have a healthy BMI, like a pharmacist has a duty of care to weigh you mm. before they give you a morning after pill. Just because they need to warn you that this may not work. Yeah. Which if, I think is fair enough. I think it's fair enough as well. Like a lot of people will call that fat shaming, but like, sorry, no, it's not. And I just knew that when I had the bar in my arm, they were like, no, because you're bigger. Because I was bigger when I was getting it in. They were like, no. Yeah. And I remember my guy now said, if you could just lose a stone. He was like, really slowly, try and lose a stone away. I ended up fucking gaining whatever. But he was like, just live. Will you be at a nice, healthy range? Yeah. Mm. But even so, I remember my doctors being like now that's not going to go for four years that's going to go for three so mm. because of your you're overweight and I was like right okay grant always was like fine it's just because I'm a bigger unit like that's mm. fine well I think it's more so down to BMI yeah rather than actual well, BMI mm, I've got a lot of fucking issues with BMI have though. you yeah it's been disproved so many like people talk like not disproved BMI is obviously something that's like a medical thing but mm. like the way that people talk about BMI, like sure, there's bodybuilders out there who have an unhealthy BMI because of the fact that they weigh so much because they're muscle mm. and all that other kind of stuff. So it has been disproven in a lot of things. But I feel like like one of my friends, she's really lean. She's really healthy. But even she cusps on an unhealthy oh, BMI. Way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how? You're 5'10". Mm. You hit the gym. You're fucking whatever. Like. They're, they're doing this thing now, with, especially with Operation Transformation. There's an awful lot more going into it now mm. rather than just BMI. Like there's your viscal age, it's called. Ooh. We were doing this thing and it was a, an incentive from RTA. They sent out the weighing scales to all the pharmacies. They probably still have them. So I asked, do they have a viscal weighing scales if you'd like to know? But it takes in well more information than your BMI. Your BMI is your age. Your weight and your height. Weight. Yeah, height, age and, and weight. And that's what yeah. calculates your BMI. But there's so much more goes into your... Oh, as well, because um, your BMI, a lot of weighing scales, they'll actually measure the, the, the fat in your hands. Like, just handles. You know, in the old fat, the old yeah. school... Um, 
weighing machines in a pharmacy, like there's two handles on the side, you hold them, it'll actually measure the density of the fat in your hands. Oh, I'd love which that. Which also goes towards your BMI. So as my well. hands have gotten real fat. hard on yourself I feel like no it's not that right and I feel like um or is it just because I'm so used to looking at you that I don't see I don't know what it is I think people are like there's Carla that's just that I think it's because I know what I was and I think for the throwback Thursday I'll post a photo and I remember seeing this photo of myself guys and I remember being like I have gotten so big and now looking back at that fucking photo if I could even be half that little fucking skinny bitch (laughs) you know what I mean but I remember seeing it and feeling devastated and being like I'm huge really and looking back I'm like I'm skinny <laughs> but not skinny but I was like I'm tiny I'd kill to be that size again and it's mad how the mind works it's mad what it does for your confidence and fairness yeah it's it's more about that it's more and I think also I've always been I've always been a sparty girl right mm. and I kind of got out of that obviously with the fact that you know I'm not in school anymore and I'm not fucking young anymore and I've got a fella and I've got a fucking job and all that other kind of shit mm. like but I will say you know when you just don't feel great about yourself yeah yeah there's the difference and I just don't feel 100% comfortable yeah. in my size it's all about being happy isn't it though yeah and that's exactly it do what makes you happy exactly and if you look great and you feel great and there's so many people that I see and they've gained weight and I'm like fuck they look great though yeah they look that bit yeah healthier, healthier glowier glowier yeah. like they're living their life like they're mm. enjoying their life you know yeah and I think it's a lot to do with upbringing as well like I have a lot of friends where their mums kind of always said you know oh moment on the lips a lifetime on the hips and all that other yeah. kind of shit my mum never said any of that shit to me no neither did mine but she never like she was always very strict with food and stuff like that because just of her own thing mm. but she was never kind of like you've gotten fat yeah, <laughs> what's no, that about no I don't I don't know many well, like, she don't know anything <coughs> in my life that has been like that with her, any of my friends or anything, any yeah. of those parents. Like, yeah. I've, yeah, it's, it's, but then again, like that, I've always, I've never had a problem with weight and it's down to, I think, not having a thyroid, like having thyroid problems and my metabolism just always been up to fucking 90. Like, I've never had those problems. So what I would have experienced in terms of body and weight and all that like you were having completely different experience yeah. like it's just I, I feel like you, and yeah. it's, it's and it's weird because I feel like I don't even have the right to comment on because I've never had a problem but that's the way people make me feel no I feel like you should comment and I feel like it's more it's like can we just open the fucking conversation yeah but th- see this is the <coughs> thing about the whole thing about political correct- correctness about body image it's like you don't have a problem you're skinny you're a size eight and you've double D boobs. You don't have a right yeah. to, to say that to anyone. And, do you know, like, that's that's the way you're made feel. Like, I'm, I'm almost <clears throat> dreading when I have this baby. Because I, I, I just have a feeling I'm going to be one of those people who will quote unquote bounce back. Oh. And I feel like that's all anyone's ever going to fucking talk about. Is he bouncing back? Yeah. Like, Rosie Connolly, <clears throat> for instance. She's a naturally very skinny this girl. This is the thing. But this is the thing. People were fucking complaining about this, Carla. Yeah. People were complaining about the fact that... So, Rosie Connolly, she's an Irish blogger, very gorgeous girl. She's, I think, younger than me. 28? 28 or so? She's my age, yeah, yeah, she's your age. She has two kids now. Um, she just had Remy in... I don't know what month it was. She's only about two months old. But Rosie was a size six to eight before she got pregnant. And when she, she was, was pregnant, she was still a six and eight. She just had yeah, a bump on the front of her. She just had a bump on the front of her. And when she had Remy, she literally 
went back to the size that she was. She was back modeling clothes for fucking, what was that, ASOS or Nasty Gal, like, two weeks later. Yeah. People had the audacity to turn around and say, she shouldn't be doing that. That's not realistic. That's not fair. She shouldn't be promoting that. And it's like, what are you talking about? And, like, I didn't get involved in this conversation. I just saw her online. And people were saying, that, well, that's not really fair of you to say that. Like, that just comes from a venomous place, I mm. think. That just comes from a jealous place. That is her reality, hon. That is literally... But she can't help that, do you know what I mean? What, what do you want her to do? Do you want her to go out and get fat just to make you feel better? Like, yeah. Like, everybody is different. And I think the more we accept that, there are, like... Just fucking accept it. Get your wrap your head around the fact that somebody is not going to go around being fat to make you feel better. There are people. You're responsibility for your. You're responsible for yourself. Yeah. And that's it. Nobody else is responsible for how you feel about yourself. Just wrap your fucking head around it. I think that's find find your own happiness. And I do (laughs) find your own find your own happiness. Please find your own happiness. Be responsible for it and stop shifting the blame onto people who you find ideal. For you feeling shit, like... Yeah. I couldn't believe that argument that people were having. I was like, what the fuck is, has happened to the world where somebody's complaining about this girl looking good two weeks after giving birth when she literally has no input in it? Yeah. She hasn't gone out to get, get surgery to get rid of her bump. This has just happened to her. Yeah. And it's... I think... I think with Rosie, right, I think she is an exception to the rule. Yeah. In the way that she just... You can tell the look by looking at her. There is just certain people, and I've grown up with a lot of them as well. And Tom is one of them. Yeah, Tom eats like a fucking so Adam. horse. Adam's the same. And the prick can't put on weight, and he's like, "Oh no, babe, I have put on a little bit of weight." Like I used to be, and I remember when I met him, he was a twenty-eight inch waist, and I remember being like, "Hey, Jesus Christ, it's a very skinny waist," but he didn't look that way. He's got fucking big arse and chunky thighs. But like, yeah. I remember just being like, "Jesus," but. uh He's just one of those people and yeah. his twin is the same. She just doesn't seem to put on weight. Yeah. And I'm like, you fuckers. But with Rosie, I'm like, ah, lads, she's clearly one of those people that just have a really yeah. high metabolism. My One of my very good friends, Heather, as well, she's the same. She's always been slagged. People have called her spider. People have called her fucking lanky Larry. They've called her all this other shite, like string of piss and all that other stuff because she is tiny mm. and she'll be one of those girls that when she gets pregnant it will be like somebody placed a bump on her yeah. and then took the bump away yeah. and that was it mm. nothing will change about her Yeah. but unfortunately I know when I get pregnant if I get pregnant I'll be like a fucking house <laughs> I will because the hormones are in me everybody is just different though that's yeah, the thing that's but what I I'm think saying. people need to but I could be wrong I could stay the exact same and just have a bump that's and it. just be a chubby girl with a bump Little chub. <laughs> Little chub a chub. Like, I don't know. Everybody is so different as yeah. well, aren't they? Like, I think just the, the sooner we accept just to, fucking to accept fucking, who we are. Well, there you go. On that, this is something that I also want to say. Um, and something that I feel needs to change. And something that I just, I can't, when I see it happen in front of me, I just can't get behind it. And I've really wanted to talk about it on my Instagram, but I haven't been able to. And I probably will. But I haven't kind of had the mustard in me to do it. Like, so I will say, guys, sometimes on Instagram, when you have ideas, like, you couldn't be fucking arsed because you just know the DMs, the amount of work that goes into it sometimes to kind of go out there with a strong opinion. Mm. I know it's Mm. probably happened to you before with like your observations or any of that other kind of stuff. Even with your Love Island video, something that you know is going to have a reaction. Mm -hmm. It can be tough to kind of get into. But I think I just can't get behind 
especially new Irish lines and especially Irish retailers and especially like I know there's one that just fucking launched it's called Got That Way or some shite along those lines and they go up to a size 14 I can not get behind you doing Mm. that I've done research into this before they've done interviews with so many different retails retailers and everything else like that there is absolutely not one reason there's actually not a reason in the world for why clothes stop where they do yeah there's actually none like there's people that have done so much research into it and have put uh, extensive amount of time and effort and everything into trying to figure out why like misguided and boohoo now I will say boohoo and misguided have gotten well have done well they have a curve range now and pretty little thing they have a curve range and a lot of the times in pretty little thing they'll actually have the same item from a 6 to a 26 yeah or a 6 to a 28 or whatever else like that um which is great but what I don't understand is like other retailers first of all if you're starting up like a new Irish fast fashion website and let's not lie fast fashion is bad for the planet it's fucking bad for all of us Mm. if you're gonna do it how fucking dare you come out with that up to size 14 bullshit like I'm sorry yeah where's your what's your excuse your excuse is that you get it made in China and Mm. a lot of Chinese samples will only go up to that size yeah so I'm also questioning your integrity as a brand Yes. Like there's so many different things that I'm actually questioning right now because there is I just want to say fat girls we like to look fashionable we like to look mm. good yeah we like to wear see what you're wearing I want to wear that but in my size yeah I don't want to wear a dowdy frumpy smock dress because you feel like I should just have to cover everything that I own I don't want to wear a baggy t-shirt that has no shape I still want to wear a nice skirt I want to wear a nice dress I want to get my legs out I want to get my tits out because, funnily enough, they're quite per- perky and big. Mm. I enjoy them. Yes. <laughs> and that, right. And it's... I think the problem with that as well is that it's actually... It's increasing this kind of fat phobia. And it's like, the curve section. No, fuck off. Just have them go up to a normal size. Exactly, yeah. It's like, no. But I don't want that. Because guess what? Most people, if you have something that's in a size 6, right, and it's kind of made for a size 6 body, because let's not lie, there's loads of things that are out there made for a size 6 body, I'm going to kind of guarantee you that a size 26 isn't going to buy it. So what you do is you just make less of that size 26. But if somebody who is a size 26 want to wear a shoestring bikini and a fucking whatever thong that's barely covering the flaps, let them at it. Yeah. But you just have to do that. It's part of buying. It's part of being in a buying team. Yeah. And I just think it's absolutely, I just can't get behind all these new fucking websites that are like, Miss Pap, fuck off. Mm. Where's your sizing? Yeah. Fuck off. Where is your sizing? It fucks me off to no end. Yeah. Also, I think the likes of pennies and stuff like that, the sizing has changed. And Well, they have had to change the sizes, but I also can't even deal with pennies because as much as they say they're like trying to get toward, they go to a size 20. And a size 20 in pennies is kind of like a size 18. Yeah. It's kind of not really like a size 20. And also, why do you stop at a size 20? There's people out there that could be a size 20 in the bottom and a size 24 up at the top yeah. or vice versa or backwards or whatever else like that. Oh, I just can't. You could go on. I could go on. I could go on and on and on. Yeah. I don't. Why did they, though? Because I used to be a size 6 to 8 in pennies and now I'm a size 10 to 12. Like a six to eight would be very uncomfortably small on me now. Yeah. When they changed their size and I was automatically a ten to twelve. Weird. 
It's, they said they made it more generous. I think it's bullshit. It. I think they just shifted no, it. No, they yeah. didn't. They said they were like, generous. we're doing 2XL now. I'm like, no, that's bollocks. That's a 16. You've just changed Yeah, you've just labels. changed your labels. Yeah. But my friend went shopping with her with her sister and she's a 16 and her sister is a 12 and they both brought jeans in to try them on and they were like, what the fuck? Took the jeans, I put them side by side. There was no difference in the band. That's so weird, isn't it? And I was like, gas. It's make, yeah, because I'd be like one size in... In Topshop or like River Island, I'd be a size eight, but in Penny's now I'm a size ten. So like they did just shift it, and it's it's nearly making people feel worse, worse about themselves. But then at the same time, I do have to say, and this is something that I've never understood: girls getting really upset about sizing, in and it's funny because I find that bigger girls, the bigger you are, the less you care about sizing. Whether as I've seen size six friends ball their eyes out over wearing a ten. Ah, stop. Yeah. And that's and it's funny because I've never seen girls that have been overweight. I'm like, what size is that? Size twenty two. Chuck it over here. Let me see if it fits. Yeah. Oh, grand. That fits. Yeah. Yeah. A bit big on the side or a bit tiny on the tits or whatever. But it fits. I'll wear it. Buy a fucking size that you're comfortable in. Like I've up in my wardrobe currently at the moment in rotation. I've size six to twenty two. Yeah, I was going to say sixteen. Sorry, like sixteen you, to twenty two in it, my wardrobe. I was going to say you could like a fucking a, a dress and you could be a size eight, but it might look better in a size twelve if you want a baggy like. Do you know, but you, there are people and I've seen it and I've seen it from working in retail and all that over the years that will not and I mean hands down categorically will not well done Molly May you learned a new word categorically <laughs> categorically categorically yeah you keep saying it I'm not really feeling where you're going with doesn't this doesn't make sense doesn't any make sense time you say. in any way shape or form but uh, they categorically will not buy that item like it's baffling we have a message here on the Instagram. Certain bloggers are using quote unquote body positivity as content when we all know they still have serious body body issues and continue to photoshop the pictures as another <coughs> thing. If you take a selfie and you're feeling weak for yourself to just post it, no need for the essay of most motivational quotes. Very true. Delighted that skinny tees are no longer a thing, but sadly it has fed into Slimming World. Personally, I'm not a Slimming World fan. I believe it can lead to disordered eating and binges. Uh, Food should not be considered sinful. Everything in moderation restricting leads to binging. Okay, ramble over. Looking forward to the podcast. Okay. What do I think of that? What do you think of people photoshopping? their bodies look smaller I mean you're cheating yourself aren't you you're yeah. cheating yourself you're cheating your audience I mean I've no fucking time for that I don't mind now like but then some people are like but what's the difference with Facetune and I'm like yeah I mean you could argue either way mm. just me personally I just don't really believe and I, what I don't believe is in saying that you were flat out in the gym and you're actually just flat out on the tune yeah the Facetune yeah I do I do believe that you're cheating yourself like what are you gaining by putting up a like tucking your waist in, you know, making yourself look skinny. Obviously, you want to put your best, the best version of yourself out there. But I just don't know what people are gaining by doing it because you're just you're cheating yourself. You're cheating your followers. All you're doing is like you're opening yourself up to the fact of you're going to be talked about if you're seen in public. Yeah, like, there's one blogger in particular who constantly has said she'll improve, still hasn't. She's, she's like, I'd say she's four times bigger. Not, like, four times bigger, but, like, four sizes bigger than what she says she is. 
and people just constantly get at her for and like I don't agree with people getting at her for her size and I, I actually don't think that that's what they're trying to do but they're trying to call her out for her lies it's frustration with, it's, it is yeah. like and then this, it's like knowing your child has stole the cookies yeah and then it's like this same one was selling stuff from Depop saying that they were size 12s when they were really size 16s but she'd cut the tags off it was just it's just like, who are you trying to fool? Just be fucking honest. Yeah. Do you know? But that, mm, I think also there needs to be like a separation of fucking church and state when it comes to that mm. in the way that like you're a bigger thick for believing it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, and, and we're not questioning it when you've seen her out or certain things like seeing a dodgy photoshopped photo and not like and believing it. And I think there is a way that like there is a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of kind of pointed and it's very easy to kind of get at someone and be like, that's Photoshop, that's Photoshop, that's Photoshop. But that's the majority of shite that you see online is. Yeah. And that's what I know. I'm like, her skin looks great and her skin can still look great. I know it's been smoothed out a bit. Yeah. But your skin, like, it can look in rag order or not. But I mean, if you pay for a professional photo shoot, they're gonna yeah. smooth out those images. Absolutely. You'd and I know. would be disgusted if they fucking didn't. Yeah. So why is it different for a blogger when it comes to like Facetune? But I don't believe in lying about your size. I app. I think that's it's one of the worst things that you can do yeah. because it's saying that your size that you are. There's something wrong with it. Yeah, exactly. So when people do find out your size, it's like, but I'm a sixteen or I'm an eighteen or I'm a whatever. Yeah, so what's wrong with that? And why it's like, you? why is that a problem? Yeah. But I think when it comes to like pandering, right? Mm. Let me get the definition of pandering out to okay, you there, okay. right? Right. So let me just whack that bad boy Fill up. me in. You can hear me tapping away in the background. <laughs> so basically, pander. It's gratify or indulge an immoral or distasteful desi- desire or taste or a person with such a desire or taste. So that sounds confusing. Yes. Because it is confusing because it reads badly. But it's basically like cinnamon 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 I always do the cinnamon 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 just say what you're trying to say Carl. Yeah, a word that's similar okay yeah yeah you know the cinnamon yeah <laughs> cinnamon I can never fucking say that word it's basically like to cater to an audience okay so it's like putting up something like pride Pride Month at the moment. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody flat out on the Pride. Yes. Come in here, Pride bag, Pride this. Have you ever donated to uh, LGBTQ plus charity? No, you absolutely haven't. No. So why are you doing it? Because it's popular at the moment. Because pr- June is Pride Month. Yes. Yeah. Pandering. That's basically that's okay, pandering. So that's what we. That's an example of pandering. Yeah. So it's to basically cater to or like yield to or bow to or to humor. You know, humor me. Yes. It's basically like pander to me. That's yeah. quite a lot yeah. of um, body, quote unquote, body positivity yeah. people would do. Yeah, absolutely. Do and it's like this whole bullshit of like, stretch marks are okay. I've grown up for years thinking that I was on fucking when realistically We know that they actually can't stand the sight of their own body. But like, they're just kind of doing it. They're do. doing it because it's a fucking hot topic at the moment. Yeah. And because people are going to be like, Woo, well done. Yes. Love that you said that. Go, babe. Love you. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Fuck me. Drop me off. Yeah. Like, leave me anywhere but on this planet. Yeah. You well, actual well, energy robber. Especially when you know that this person has such an unhealthy view of their own self. 
Like they've yeah. shown patterns of that in the past, and it's like, why are you saying this? Like, it, that's exactly what it is. It's pandering. It's pe- just trying to get people on side again to get that bit of um, well done, hon. Yeah, and it's like, so sorry, guys. My skin looked like shite, and your skin could be glowing to the gods. And it's like, babe, your skin looks amazing. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's fine once. It's fine every so often to put up a photo and be like. I thought, like, even some of my old photos and be like, I thought I looked shite. Looking back now, I think I look great. Yeah. Fine. Or even to put up a post saying here, I've had a shit I've had day. a shit week. I feel bloated. I feel look fat. But here's me, But fuck it. I'm going to just fuck it. Here's it. a pic of me now. I'm just mm. going to bang up this photo. Um, It's not perfect, but it's, it's how I'm feeling right yeah. now. But I mean, these big, outrageous, ex- like, long captions. Mm. And it's like almost like a fucking Seamus Heaney poem. Going yeah. on underneath it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm over it. Yeah. I can't stand this level yeah. of shite yeah. in my face. When you, when you, it's, I don't, I don't mind it if they actually believed it themselves, but you know that they don't. They're oh, just no. trying to get a couple of likes. It's not that. It's just the fact that they fucking know they're going to get a couple of likes. Like, yeah. It's like, I swear, nowadays I feel like people get fucking pregnant for social media and everything. Yeah. Jen. <laughs> Did it. Jen did it. Checked did box. it. Checked that box. Checked that Fuck box. me. Like yes. So yeah. That's how I feel about um that whole situation. And I just think that like a lot of things need to change. The way that we view people and what I was saying earlier about feeling uncomfortable. And it can happen where you can see things and you're like, I've done that before. Fuck my life. As long as you take that mm. and you like think about it and you're like, right, what am I gonna change? Yeah. Then you're growing. You're yeah. fine as a human. You're absolutely grand. What's yeah. not fine as a human is knowing that you've been doing, saying, or acting like something's wrong with people, knowing that they, you know, can't do anything about it or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that, and that's one of the things that I've kind of learned, I suppose, over the last couple of years, and being like in the quote unquote public eye, and people tend to say things about you, and it's probably something that I would have done a couple of years ago myself you know just mm-hmm. saying kind of throwaway comments not thinking yeah like too much Jesus into them. the state of her fucking yeah, something yeah yeah do you know what I mean like but now I'm kind of like oh you can't really say that Jen because you have your own fucking misgivings and there's nothing you can do about them neither can she yeah do you know what I mean like there are things that I've learned over the last couple of years and that's what's kind of made me think just fucking worry about yourself one stop getting yourself so pimped up on the way that she looks yeah do you know what I mean? Like, I just think we need to just deal with our own shit and just let everybody be. Let them be. Let them live. Let them be. Let them live. Unless they're homophobic, xenophobic, and yeah. um, well, fuck racist. Those. Fuck those Any assholes. of those, really, mm-hmm. to be honest. That's kind of my vibe there. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on. I think I've said my main things, my main frustrations. I'll probably talk about it more on my own Instagram because... Mm-hmm. It will, um, it will, it will tend to flare up just with the way that we're going and the way that we're navigating life at yeah. the moment. I think it will, um, flare up again. But that's kind of where I stand on that whole thing. I think, as long as you're happy, as long as you're confident doing what you're doing, yeah. As long as you're confident getting your cellulite, cellulite horse out, or your fucking mm. stretch marks out, or any of that other stuff, and just. The one thing that I will say is that I've tried to hold back from comments and that's something that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't, they slip out, they will slip out. Yeah. But uh, what I have done is especially like when I see, I think it's more, and it's something that I, like even my sister has done and I know some of my friends have done. They'll see a model, they were like, oh, bit of celly like there. But it's more like, oh, 
that perfect human being that has, has a bit a of flaw. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ, there's a bit of silly light there. And it's almost, it gets giddy. You're like, yeah. woo! You're like, yeah. Maybe I'm not so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you don't want to be bad though. You're not like, look at you, you have fucking silly light. Yeah, yeah. Arse on you. And, but then at the same time, you're like, oh. But then I always find that with those situations, when you do see somebody who you had, you had pictured as perfect in your head and you see these little flaws, they're not making a big deal out of them. Mm. They're not putting up a long Mm. fucking spiel about, oh yes, my life is so perfect and I look so amazing and my tan is wet, but look at the stretch marks. Like they're not, they just don't even comment on them because they've just fucking accepted it. It's not even a thing for them. But the people who notice these things will notice it and they'll make it they'll feel better about themselves and that's all that needs to happen and I will say as well something about Instagram that I really appreciate now I'm sure it's bound to happen in the future but one thing that has never ever ever been said to me is I've never been called fat on Instagram never not one person I've never gotten and I've gotten some shitty DMs and I've never been called fat well that's great and it's like gas because that was the that was the first thing that people would call me been called some mad shit but that yeah. was the first thing when I was younger and I think that Instagram 10 years ago people would be like sure you're just a fucking fat bitch anyway Yeah, shut the fuck up or something like that Yeah. Well, whereas nowadays I'm like gas I know that I'm is yet actually... to be I'm yet to be heckled for being overweight gas that um, on my Instagram yeah because I feel like people know now I'm like and what and cool yeah next <laughs> yeah no just given the amount of trolling that does go on I, yeah. I am surprised that not uh, yeah no but you I know I think you know yeah. what I'm trying to yeah. say like, you're I'm like not... I am surprised you're surprised at the level of trolling that I've had and yeah, the level yeah, of trolling yeah. that, that that hasn't come up that's happened that, that it's people something haven't that... gotten that pay because people have said it to me about me teeth yes you know? and I just can't get over that yeah well I, I'm like I'm not surprised yeah do you know what I mean but I am surprised see if somebody called me fat I'd be like shocker anyway moving on yeah, I just wouldn't you I, wouldn't I, be surprised I'd be like okay yeah but cool. this is the thing about like I'm not surprised about people with me teeth no the way it's said I was I was surprised at because I was in one sentence called a bully for talking about something factual and in the second sentence it was like leave her alone you fucking bully go get your teeth fixed like, oh hold on a second sorry no can't take that opinion on board. No, so. yeah, and you're like, mm, don't yeah. feel that. Uh, don't feel that way for that one. Yeah, I can't exactly. No, that's... you're like, I can't vibe with that one, but thank no. you. Yeah. What's wrong with people? <laughs> like, I don't know. Gas. Oh. That's, that's that. I think, have you anything? Oh, what? Do, come here. Going back to the first um, DM that we talked about mm-hmm. there. What do you think about the fact that Love Island only has slim 20-somethings on it? I think, I just think, right, if they put in a girl, like look at Tyne Lexi, she went in at a size 16, she was on last year, the year before, she was on the year of uh, season three, so she was a girl called Tyne Lexi, she's probably the only person in the entire world called Tyne Lexi, so if you're looking for her, she's Tyne Lexi, T-Y-N-E as in Tyne, as in the River Tyne, as in Newcastle vibe. And Lexi as in L-E-X-Y. Okay. Yeah. Um, she went in, beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Long, gorgeous, kind of like a golden brown hair. I just oh, remember yeah. seeing her and being like, you're so Much. beautiful. Mm. Size, I think she was 16. I think okay. she's a 14, 16 kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not over a 16. And I'd say she's, I'd say she could fit into a 12 kind of thing, kind okay. of girl. She went in, no one fancied her. 
Mm. Uh, now, I think no one fancied her because she actually turned out to be a bit of a fucking drip. Right, like a okay. bit of a melter, but no one even looked at her. So it it's didn't like... didn't really turn any heads kind of thing. didn't really turn any heads. And it's kind of like, we need to... You'd need to kind of... It's very difficult. Like, what what way would that look? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how would you how would you change Love Island to be body inclusive? Mm. Like, I think Anna is a curvy, curvy yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. No one's gone for her. Nobody's really gone Do you for think her. it's because she's curvy or do you think it's because she's a fucking drip? I think, well... But I've had this conversation a million times with Tom where he's been like, Lucy's the most unbelievable looking girl ever. And I've been like, she is basic Betty. You just like her because she's skinny and blonde. And so many people, I've seen so many bloggers, travel bloggers, fucking fashion bloggers, they do well because they're skinny and blonde, not because they are in any way, in any way, Mm. like their content is good. Well, <laughs> if you actually look at the cleaning accounts, and I know you don't really follow them, but no. there again, there's an oversaturation in the cleaning accounts, but Mrs. Hinch has done the, the most, and I think it's because of the way she looks. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm. we're tuned that way. I know, and I do, like I wouldn't automatically turn around and say, oh no, nobody kind of didn't pick Anna because uh, that she's curvy. But in fairness, on that first meeting, like they would have been going off her looks and it probably was because she was a bit bigger than the other girls. Um, I think Love Island, yeah, it does what it says on the chain. I don't think it's there to be body inclusive. I think that they no. purposely put skinny... Blonde. Bl- well, yeah, blonde. We're both blonde, well, so we like, can say it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like beautiful looking people, really attractive people mm-hmm. in there. And that's the whole premise of the show. And I think that's what people expect to see when they turn on Love Island. I don't know if there's many petitions going around to get Love Island to be a bit more body inclusive and I would be fucking heartbroken to see somebody who's bigger go into the show and just be left on the sidelines. Like we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Like you have the likes of Big Brother, you have, there's other shows that that are like that that they're not talked about that much. Yeah. I think that's, you know what I mean? It's just, it. like I said at the start of this, it's chewing gum for the brain not to be taken fucking seriously, lads. Not to be taken seriously. You know, like, it's just a bit of drama. People are picked off the looks. All right, yeah, so is fucking America's Next Top Model. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. it's just one of those things. Yeah. Just leave it the way it is, I think. Yeah, I do. I'd love like, to I, see I, it. I wouldn't turn around. If somebody who was a size 20 walked into Love Island, yeah, it, she would stick out like a sore thumb because of the way it is at the moment. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, that had to happen. I do, I, do you know what I mean? And I, I don't mean to say that sounding bad, but Love Island is what... Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say it. It is what it is. Now, that's going to annoy me. It is what it is has been a phrase forever. I think I've been using it is what it is my whole life since I was yeah. around 14 years old. Yeah. And people are like, it is what it is. I what have an Alex and Annie that, has, that says it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. It, lads, it is what it is. Yeah. But what I will say is that I just don't know how they... I don't know how they'd change it. I don't know yeah. how it would go. And I think it actually says a lot more about us. I don't think us as a nation, UK as a nation, us as a world, I don't think we're ready for it. Yeah. I don't think we're ready to be like, oh, that's cool seeing inclusive people. Because at the end of the day, look at the people that you're putting in there. Yeah. Every single lad would have dropped their anything for Lucy because yeah. she was skinny with big tits and she was blonde. Yeah. Because otherwise, lads, she's the personality of a wet oh, she fish. Does. Yeah, she's... You couldn't possibly put Lucy beside Amber 
Mm. Even though I don't particularly like Amber's personality, but she's more fucking banter than Lucy. Mm. Lucy has literally, she's like a wet fish. But then again as well, they do, it's like Instagram, isn't it? They only show an hour out of 24. Yes. I don't think they particularly show the banter. That they all have. I think they should because it's fuck boring should. at the moment. It is fucking boring because what they all keep saying and Michael keeps saying it about Amber and Tommy keeps saying it about Lucy and Molly keeps saying it about Tommy. They're like, oh yeah, but I have so many bants with you. Like we have so much, such banter and I'm looking at it going, but bitch, where? 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 Like, where? Where? You never have banter on I screen. Like, I'm where? Waiting for the banter train. Yeah, Choo-choo. exactly. Like, where? So that's what I mean. They're probably they probably do have a laugh during the day. They're just not showing. Could be right there, Jen. If the producers are listening, please start showing the banter because, like Carla said, it's fuck boring. So boring compared yeah. to other years. It is anyway. And I can't even compare it to other years. I like the drama. When I told it you to like, watch the best bits of season two. Yeah, but I don't know the people, so there's no context there. It is when you watch the best bits. I did. <laughs> and there's no context. I don't know who the people are. Does it not give like a summary? Like, no. here's the people. Blah, blah, blah. No, it shows what happens. But I'm like, yeah, who's that though? Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's very hard to follow if you didn't watch it. But anyway. Very good. Right, next week. Next week, we are going to be talking about the housing crisis. Yeah, which is something that me and Jen are affected by. And uh, we are, I think all of our generation is affected by it. Um, myself and Adam went for mortgage advice this morning, which kind of brought on the conversation. Carly, you were devastated last week. Yeah, well, so we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah well, so absolutely. we will talk about the housing crisis. Really would like to get different people's experiences here, because obviously myself and Carly... Adam and Tom are all working full time mm-hmm. and we have certain circumstances. I want to hear from people who are on the housing list, who have received a house from the housing mm-hmm. list. I want to hear from people who are living in hotels, yeah. who are living at home, trying to save people who have been refused mortgages, people who are availing of the different types of schemes that are going at the moment. Yeah. Really want different people's opinions Cause would be great to hear. Yeah, it would. or if you're one of those people who got lucky, or like not got lucky, who were gifted a house or inherited a house yes. or anything like that. Yeah, anything that you feel like you could kind of is a bit different that you can throw into this. If you ended up moving country, yeah, um, anything really, just yes. let us know. Definitely. So please do get in touch, and we will be back. Oh yeah, we're recording Wednesday, so yeah. try and get it into us before Wednesday because that will be our recording day from now on. Carl's fucking off to Spain on Thursday. Bye, bitches. <laughs> Have a good time. Bye, bitches. Bye.